Today, 21st of February, we're going on with immune system. Um, I'm going to go through um, the programs of the immune system and relate to the programs that we have learned yesterday. And then mm -hmm. maybe if we still have extra time, then we can do some quizzes. Yeah. Okay, so um, for the immune system program 34, it says interleukins. Mm -hmm. Um, the first programs, 34.10 interleukins. Interleukins just means um, it's a signaling molecule. We call it like a signal molecule, what we call, mm. uh, in the body that is secreted by um, a lot of cells, including the white blood cells. They secrete mm. these interleukins to call their friends to come and help them. Okay. It's like, okay, the message would be, um, I'm one white blood cell and I meet a virus. And mm -hmm. then I'm going to attack it and I say, uh, <clears throat> you know, I will send out a message. Um, please help me. I'll send somebody to go and tell the other friends, please come and help me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And then they'll travel mm -hmm. okay. from other sides of the body and come to the specific tissue where the virus was uh, in, uh, invading okay. yeah and uh, the cd4 receptors i'm not too sure if you still remember the t helper cells yeah the cd4 receptors they are very special it's something like an antenna it sits on the mm -hmm. t helper cells they sit on there mm -hmm. and they look like um like something like an umbrella, like this, like a, v, a Y shape on uh, mm -hmm. the T helper cells. And they are very important for a very specific um, attack. Like, for example, in the HIV disease, um, um, which leads to AIDS, uh, in that patient's case, the CD4 receptors um, will decrease. Because, uh, right. yeah, the HIV would reduce the number of CD4 receptors. And that is why CD4 receptors are very important for the strong immune system as well. Mm -hmm. So these are the signa signaling cells to alert the body that something is coming in. AUF mode. Is that correct? Pardon? The... Okay, um, we don't call it cells, okay? okay, they are really not cells, but they are just something that are produced by the cells. Ah, uh, okay, so they're not cells. Okay. Yeah, so these, um, in the immune system programs, they are mostly um, not cells, they are all <coughs> secretion of the cells. So before that, we learned um, the white blood cells. And now we learn what are produced by the white blood cells. Yeah. And the production would be interleukins and uh, cytokines and lymphokines. 
in the list of the immune system program. But CD4 reactors are not secretion of the white blood cells. They are just special antennas that are on the outside of the white blood cell. Yeah. Yeah, the CD4 receptors are like something's like antennas um, on top of the T helper cells, for example. Yeah, and um, interleukins. And we need to regulate interleukins, cytokines, and lymphokines in... And infectious diseases or allergies but normally in a bio, um, bioresonance um, um, session we will normally put uh, we will normally put um, 34.00 the complete program instead of the specific um, sub programs Okay, good. So, um, in a normal bioresonance session, we rarely put um, very specific immune system programs, um, but instead we put the complete program. The immune system physiology complete program. In inflammatory diseases, chronic infections, and even in diabetes, where the where the immune system is very poor. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Fight infections. Fight allergies, infections, and inflammations. Yes, or to regulate, not to strengthen, sometimes to regulate, like you don't want them, yeah, you don't want them to work too much and you don't want them to work too little. Infections and inflammations, chronic inflammations. For example, arthritis, for example, chronic sinus, sinusitis, like common problems of the urinary tract infection. Yeah, some people do get a lot of that. And some people do have chronic viral infections. Of the genital organs, of the lips, um, of the ears, they do have chronic problems. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So basically, we're done with the physiology programs of the compendium of the RH. Yeah. Are you actually looking at that list? Yeah. 
about the immune system. Uh, just in case, you know, uh, someone comes and I have to explain a little bit more about the immune system, what, what to say. Okay, if like a patient comes to you and it's, uh, then they ask, what is the role of the immune system? Yeah. Then you can explain to them, your immune system are just um, made up of many types of soldiers that are supposed to yeah. kill uh, virus infections and although sometimes uh, not only virus uh, infections you can kill like bacteria fungus virus or parasites all kinds of um, foreign material um, yeah. although sometimes um, at times your immune system can be silly and what it does is it um, 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 falsely identifies um, your own body cell as an enemy. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is why um, what we call autoimmune disease happens. Okay. Yeah, and because I'm recording, I can yeah. tell you like a list of autoimmune disease. It can be autoimmune thyroid disease, it can be multiple sclerosis, which is the degeneration of the um, nerves. Um, yeah. yeah, it can be rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. Yeah, and it can be other forms of um, inflammation, like no matter what, in the kidneys, in the, in the vessels, in the blood vessels in yeah in any internal organs even in the liver in, okay yeah in a lot of in any system you can think of so yeah so yeah this is the immune system it's supposed to help you but sometimes while helping you it can attack you as well for example because some patients come with immune system problems and you know somehow some problems uh, in that case uh, it would be their own body immune system attacking their own body cells yes yes i understand yeah. and the quite common ones are thyroid and rheumatoid arthritis those are the common yeah. ones so thyroid will be in female and rheumatoid arthritis it can be male female is almost the same yeah um mm, yeah so yeah, thank you. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you think you? I need to add something on like the immune system. Uh, allergies on allergies. What um, if the person asks me? So what would make a strong immune system? So what could I say? Ah, what would make the immune system strong? Yeah. Yeah. So we need to tell them that. In order to have a good, a strong immune system, like to have a stronger yeah. one, let's say maybe that person is born with like a certain level of immune, immune level and to make mm -hmm. that stronger, no matter what your mm -hmm. beginning point is, no matter how weak you start from or how strong you start from, to make it stronger you yeah. need the help of vitamins like vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin E, like basically all, almost all vitamins. 
and minerals. They are very important for um, the strength of the immune system. And also, um, in the, at the, from the point of view of bioresonance, um, yeah. e-smog and geopathy, especially e-smog, yeah. it reduces the activity of the immune system. Ah, okay. Yeah. And, of course, when I talked about the vitamins and minerals, um, things that can increase in the um, immune system, like in the form of a herb, it's quite um, widely used in uh, Germany, in the German pharmaceuticals, is Echinacea. Echinacea. Uh, it's spelled E C C H I uh, N A C E A if I'm not mistaken. I've recorded this down so you can listen to it again. So um, that's normally like for. So what does what, what does that work? What does that do? That uh, German medicine you just mentioned. It's um not so much of a medicine. It's like a supplement. It is a kind of herb, yeah. a plant, a extract. Uh -huh. And it increases the activity of the white cells, and uh, yeah. Ah, and that uh, consequently will strengthen the immune system. Yes. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And of course, yeah. um, we have touched vitamins and minerals to um to uh -huh. support the immune system. We touched about e, e smog. Yeah. And uh, we also need to touch um on exercise. I mean, that is very normal. People take it yes, for granted. Yeah, yeah. Like, exercise is yeah. always good. And a good laughter. Yeah. A good laughter, like, yes. <laughs> is good for the immune system. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, what... Um, so, you know, when the person is born, um, we, we're born with different levels of the immune system. Now, if a person is born with a low immune system... Uh, what could that be due to? Okay, it can be due to that in the beginning, this child, you have yeah. to ask them, did they have breast milk? Normally, people, mm -hmm. the, um, the children who did not have breast milk, they have the reduced immune system. Ah. And studies have shown that children were, um, who were born through the C-section instead of natural birth yeah they have also a lower immune system okay. um because uh, the vaginal um pathway the mummy's uh, yeah. vagina when they come out of the vagina they are very special yeah. um um floras micro um organisms that um help them cover their skin and build up like a special oh, immune system yeah. for them that makes sense. Yeah, and <clears throat> because they did not go through that vaginal path, like they went through a C-section. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they will have a reduced immune system. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah. one more Take thing. Take a minute. Take a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> We're not in a rush. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> that, that's that's very interesting, actually. That's very interesting. Um, that those two things that you just mentioned. Exactly, and there are very good books. Um, TED books. T E D B O K K. A B O O K. It's TED. Have you heard of TED Talk? Yeah, yeah. It was a an author who also spoke on a TED Talk about ah, okay. micro microflora. So in that book, he also yeah. mentioned the probiotics in the gut. Yes. Uh, the gut bacteria oh, okay. is also very important for the immune system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The gut in, in where, sorry? The intestines. The, the bacteria. Ah, yeah, so the bacteria, uh, the, the probiotics. What did you just say? Probiotics. Sorry, I, I didn't. Yeah, so the probiotics in the gut area also helps the immune system. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and because um, almost almost 75%, it depends on the different sources of books, they can tell you almost 75% to some with other um, numbers of the um, yeah. immune system, almost 75% of the immune system lies in yeah. the gut. Yes, yeah. They told me it's, uh, it's like our second brain. Something like that, yes. So, yeah. so it's um, under research on how certain um, bacteria can be in the um, gut and it can make um, how easily uh, does, a patient, uh, does a person gain weight or lose weight. Yes, okay, that yeah. makes sense. And um, in, the, in the same sense, it can also control the immune system. So we spoke about vitamins and minerals, we spoke, spoke about exercise, immune system, the more typical ones. And we, we spoke about exercise. Um, now we spoke about the breast milk, like the children who are prone to lower, born with lower uh, immune system. And um, bad gut bacteria. And what, sorry? Bad gut bacteria. So ah, bad, good, bad yes, also yes, when yeah. like a children when if it's if a child was born with an infection um, somehow mm -hmm. from the mother or something um, let's say antibiotics was given then mm -hmm. it will kill the gut bacteria so from here you can think they might have a lower um, immune system since young because ah, I see I see so uh, depending on what the mother uh, took in, in terms of vitamins and how strong her system was, that will automatically affect the baby as well. Yeah, as well, and probiotics that the mom had. And also... Ah, okay. The yeah, yeah, and also the types of bacteria in the vaginal pathway. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. These could be good bacteria and bad bacteria, correct? Yeah, they need to be balanced. Balanced, yeah. yeah. So, when we spoke, spoke about the probiotics, uh, what is that? Is that basically... Um, bacteria. Regulated. Or is that basically... Yeah, bacteria. So, they are called probiotics. Um, yeah. Because uh, pro means to help. And bio yeah. to help the you know the biology like the environment like the biological habitat. Yes. 
So um, we have this um, bioresonance programs in the RAH. The probiotics is included under um, program zero, uh, 07.6 and we have almost um, 11, 11 big different strands of bacteria. Let me bring that up just so I can see. Yeah. Zero seven. Oh yeah, I can see that probiotic bacteria complete. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this can be um checked and you know to specify which um mm -hmm. which probiotics can the patients take. Probiotics can be bought yes. in any pharmacy, and um, uh, yes, yeah. they can find. You can give them a list of the specific strains you found, and then tell them to mm -hmm. you know get probiotics that can um, replenish the loss of yeah. uh, these bacteria types. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is part of that, and probiotics can come in the form of pills. In the form of yogurt, in the form of kefir, and special yeah. um, diary culture, or it can come mm -hmm. in the form of spray. It can be just sprayed okay. in the mouth. Yeah. And with research, yeah. um, the spray ones are quite good, and they normally yeah. come from Germany. Ah, uh, okay. That's fine. Okay. Let me think if there is any question more about the immune system so the patient could ask me what it is uh, how can it become stronger the levels uh, so so basically the causes for a low immune system could be either yeah the person was born like that or she the person is not taking enough probiotics uh, is there any disease that kills the probiotics like a specific one um indirectly for example some uh, infections infections or yeah. in the gut yeah. then the doctors would prescribe antibiotics so when the antibiotics ah. is prescribed then um the antibiotics will not only kill the bad bacteria it will also kill the good bacteria in the gut yes that makes sense ah it kills both yeah, so it is very recommended after an antibiotic given by the doctor, they need to replenish, yeah. they need to refill their probiotics by taking in like supplements, probiotic supplements. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, thank you. No problem. And, mm -hmm. um, and what do we have now? Um, what else you would have um, your patients... I think they would ask the type of allergy. So I would go to the pathology, pathological programs of immune system and then we would talk more about yeah. that. Yeah, that's fine. So 35.1, we have raising the defense um, capacity. Mm -hmm. It's a basic program which contains both the raising the unspecific defense and raising the specific defense. 35.11 and 35.12 so um, this program is very often put together with the 
immune system program um, to harmonize the immune system in the in the faster way so we would just put 34.00 and 35.1 um, in one bunch among the list so yes um, um, for the unspecific defense we have already spoken yesterday there are white blood cells that are responsible for killing anyone that comes into the body anything that comes into the body and there are some um, who are responsible for specific defense meaning they will only identify for example um, a certain thing that comes in the body and remembers they remember those thi- the particular thing that came in and they will know how to attack it on the second time so they are very specific they learn oh, okay that makes sense yeah they learn yeah. they study the thing that comes in whether if it's bacteria fi- virus parasites fungi it doesn't matter and then yeah. um, we go to the next program, 35.31, it's phagocytosis. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, this program just helps um, the eating up of the bacteria more active. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you there were monsters, uh, monster uh, cells, yes, plagues yes, yes. they eat up. So yeah. this um, 35.13 is to just increase the activity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we go to 35.2, allergy conflict. Um, okay, mm-hmm. this is the interesting part where allergy type 1, you are no, you normally mm-hmm. use allergy type 1 programs to tackle problems like allergies. Mm-hmm. But in people with like skin diseases and coming together with the asthma, or just very specific um, and serious skin diseases like psoriasis, psoriasis. Mm-hmm. It's a specific skin disease. Um, yeah. Yeah. They can be categorized in different types of allergies. So type 1 normally mm-hmm. is the fast happening one. Like you take something mm-hmm. and you're allergic to it and you will grow some itchy patches on or you will tear or you will start sneezing or like mm-hmm. yeah those are the type 1 allergies which are very fast some okay. people get um, hay fever also mm-hmm. and then um, yeah so these are the type ones like the fast ones mm-hmm. so the t-
Um, I remember mm-hmm. I told you about the SLE. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this um, thing I spoke about SLE? It's um, a special disease where the immune system will attack the own body cells. Yeah, yeah, remember that, yeah. Systemic lupus erythematous. So, um, in this case, um, in SLE, the allergy type would be type 3 as well. And arthritis, mm-hmm. rheumatoid arthritis, in, pa- mm-hmm. in patients with, and people with joint pains, it can be the type, mm-hmm. tr- type 3 as well. If the patient tells you, oh, I have rheumatoid arthritis, then you can also mm-hmm. use this program for type 3. Yeah. So, um, you know when, when the person has, um, like, rheumatoid arthritis, does this, does this mean that she has an allergy to something? Um, no, it means that this person with rheumatoid arthritis used to have, like, a normal cough, normal sneezing, uh, infected by the bacteria of the streptococcus family. And Mm -hmm. what does this um, immune system do is the specific um, immune cells, they see the, um, this um, streptococcus bacteria and they Mm -hmm. see, oh, okay, this is enemy. But after some time, some of our body cells, okay, um, remember that and become like a complex. How to say? Yeah. And this complex where they attack the streptococcus bacteria, they punch up. Yeah. And then they go to the joints. They are there. Okay. But is that because um, it got used to it and then it stopped seeing these bacteria as friends, say? It stops seeing... And then it's attacked. Oh, no. Yeah, so say... Yeah. Um, it's dif- um, different. Um, yeah. Basically, this... Okay. Um, let's put it... The bacteria comes in we attack and the special mechanism because as i said we have many types of soldiers and the way they attack is different yeah okay and in this um, type 3 case the types of um, cells they will attack the bacteria in a way that um, they will form special uh, antibodies special clumps that they will just go around the body and just mm-hmm. settle down, coincidentally settle down in the joints. Ah, but that's not good, is it? Not good, because this is when the other types of immune cells, which are the white blood cells, will come to this comp, these things little sedimentations yeah. in the joints and yeah. and see it as like a foreign body like it, this thing does not belong to us like I will need yeah. to attack 
So while it attacks, it will yeah. hurt the joint. Uh, okay. So let me just think here. Um, so when, so can you, I'm sorry, but can you explain, there was one bit that I missed. Yeah. Uh, so these special antibodies that, yeah, these special antibodies that stay in the joints, uh -huh. where do they come from? Okay. Um, they come from, it's like, okay, we can say it's like uh, the dead body of a war with the, mm. with the bacteria. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's mixed up, like our body cells would mix up with the enemy and they die in a bunch. And when they die in a bunch, they circulate in the blood and finally uh, yeah, yeah. they settle down in the joint. And then the other, the other armies come, hey, what are these like things doing here? They're not supposed to be here. We need to kill them. We need to get rid of them. Yeah. And when they start attacking, that is how... You get the rheumatoid arthritis. Ah, uh, okay. And who, the, the people who would say, uh, identify these as dead bodies, yeah. that would be the gut bacteria. Is that right? So the people who, who attack these dead bodies, who are they? These are just, that's part of the immune system. Is this the, the yes. probiotics? No, no, no. Okay. They are the they are the immune cells. They are the cells. Probiotics are bacteria. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So who 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 creates a strong immune system? Are the cells? Is that right? Or is it the bacteria? Ah. Oh, okay. That's what you meant. Um. Of course, the immune cells are part of the immune system. Yeah. I mean, they are the immune system, but what helps them to work better is the probiotics. Yeah. But the uh, okay. yeah. yeah, but the yeah. but why not? Because the bacteria will go to the um, to help the um, Im uh, immune cells attack someone else. It's just because the yeah. probiotic bacteria in the gut they will. Mm -hmm just prevent more um, more bad things from outside the world to come in. They are like in the gut. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a defense system. Yeah, the first defense system in the gut. So yeah. without them, a lot of things can go through the gut to the blood. And so the immune yeah. system will be very much burdened. Yeah, okay. So, in that sense, they help the immune system. Mm -hmm. So, in some... Um, okay, I'm not going to talk about type 2. It's a bit... It's a bit... Um, yeah. um, complicated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, the type 4 would be... Um, mm -hmm. uh, people with... Uh, chronic asthma... Type 4 uh -huh. and chronic dermatitis. Yeah. Everything that is very chronic is in the type 4. They they keep happening. Ah, okay. Yeah. Non -stop. So they're not fast. They, yeah, they don't come and go. They stay, in the, they stay there. 
yeah, they stay there. And yes. Yes, that's one thing, type 4. And this happens with patient, uh, with people who got the um, organ transplantation. Okay. So let's say if you have like a patient who had um, a transplantation. I had one patient with um, three kidneys. He. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, that was in. Was he born like? No. Um, it was because um, he had two kidneys and one was failing, was hardening. And they planted another kidneys, another kidney. So what we yeah. did to protect um, the body from attacking this new kidney, yeah. in this case we can put allergy type 4 to protect the body from attacking the new organ. So it can be used, type 4 can be used in um, organ transplantation, in patients with organ transplantation. Yeah. And with chronic so asthma when, uh, and dermatitis. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know when, uh, for example, in that um, case, where you did this trans transplant for the person who had three kidneys, when you do the treatment, does the person actually feel better? Yeah, he definitely does uh, feel better. And eventually, um, the doctor told him uh, one day, he said, I have good news and I have bad news for you. So he said, um, the good news is this, yeah. the old kidney that was not functioning started to function. Wow. And the bad news is now you have three kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not bad, is it? Uh, well, it is not also good to have three kidneys. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. You will lose too much <laughs> minerals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> so, <That's> yeah. Funny. <laughs> yeah. And then he had <laughs> and then he had another problem with because of the kidney issue. He got um, one very sensitive issue in men, which is erectile dysfunction. So yeah. he was very concerned and he told us very quietly um, over the phone. As he said, mm -hmm. can you please help me? No, just a little. <laughs> then oh. we gave him programs and on the next day yeah. he said, what have you done to me? It's like... Wow. <laughs> he said, I just said a little bit, not this much. <laughs> <laughs> he was a new man. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Funny yeah. in a nice way, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, in this organ transplant, you can use allergy type 4 to protect the organ. And then, of course, um, and other organ and protecting programs, like in, the, in this case, it's yeah. kidney and um, kidney failure. So, um, yeah, so you know when, um, when, when we do like this type of, um, of treatment, for example, for, for this um, organ transplant, for example, how, how does the machine know uh, 
to cure, for example, to cure, cure, in other words, to treat the specific kidney, or does it just uh, do an overall energy frequency that does all the organs? If that makes sense. If you put um, okay, um, why um, okay, if you could put kidney programs, of course it will um. Um, treat specifically the kidneys but not specifically left or right kidneys but if you want to be more specific with this you can is to put your detector uh, directly on top of the affected kidneys then it will be more specific on that kidney uh, is this the is the detector the pen or the metal bit? the match the like what kind of detectors do you use I have the blanket, and I think I have the the foot one, which obviously can also be used as a detector in other places. Is that correct? Yes. Um. Do is your foot one the um the straps or the metal plates? It's the metal plate. Oh, the metal plate. Well, if the patient does not mind, you can put it on top directly on that organ, on the position of the organ. Okay. Then it'll be specific. Yeah. So for yeah. So for example, on this patient that you treated, did you then run a kidney frequency plus the, this uh, allergy frequency? So both of them. I run a lot of frequencies. Um, it's a bunch of different programs, including. Mm -hmm. um, the leukocyte programs from the blood programs, then the allergy yeah. type 4 programs, then um, uh, yeah. the thymus gland programs from the lymphatic system, we will discuss that later. Uh. Then we also ran uh, the detoxification of the um, heavy uh. metals, and then we ran, uh, ran the arteries and stuff, and then we ran the kidneys, and then we also yeah. ran um, the 70s programs, immunomodulation. It's like a really long program. Ah, so you created a program uh, based on uh, what the patient told you and your experience. Yes, exactly. And if I'm more curious, and I still want to know because... Um, the body is um, um, really unpredictable. There's so much we human beings do not know. So with even yeah. with experience, I don't want to be sure like, wh like what I thought was correct. Yeah. So I would create a list of what to check. A list of what yeah. to check. And I'll still check them. So things that are like the programs that are really... Um, having problems, I'll put it in the treatment program and then I'll just eliminate yeah. those which don't have problems. So eventually I will create. Oh, I yeah. Yes, you narrow it down. Yeah, that, that exactly. I'll yeah, put okay. everything that is possible and then I narrow it down with checking. Mm -hmm. So, um, more on the prat practical side. Yeah. Um, uh, from what I understood, understood uh, this other practitioner, he takes like an hour and a half to test the patient, right? Um, in an hour and a because you have test and treat. Um, in an hour and a half, can you treat? Sorry, can you test everything that you want? Or sometimes it may not be enough the time. If I know the history of the patient already. 
then I will be able mm -hmm. to do that, provided I knew his um, problems before he came and I've already listed down all the possible programs. Then it will be able. I will be able to go for one and a half. But of course, in the beginning of my practice, it may have took. Uh, it may have taken longer. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, if a, a patient comes in, and uh, and he wants us to test, uh, like his body, mm -hmm. um. If I only have, say, time to test 80% of the things, because it was an hour and a half and he spoke uh, a bit more and all that, um, does that mean that on the second time he comes, I could do, say, half of the time testing and then half of the time treating? Definitely. You can also break it. You are very flexible. You can play around with different types of approach. Like, uh, in ah. yeah. In some approach, yes, you can do that. You you you're done with eighty percent, but then the treatment programs you cannot put all of the eighty percent. So sometimes yes, yes. you might as well like okay. Um, I suspect that there's kidney issues in his situation, and I create um firstly for the first checking session, like a short half an hour just um focusing on the kidneys, checking. Yeah. You can check the pathological yes. programs and the um, bacteria and viruses programs in specifically the kidneys yeah. and then you stop there. Yeah. So for that session you only check for the kidneys and then you give treatment only for the kidneys. And then you go yeah. step by step and the next um, session you have like a big inventory of lists you have already created and then you break them down. So today I'll do kidney first. The next day I'll do um, liver, and I'll check liver, yeah. and then I'll treat liver. And sometimes when uh, when some programs are too small and it takes only just a short time to harmonize, you can take a combination. Like the liver might, uh, you know, work well with, for example, the digestive system. Yeah. Yeah. Things. That makes sense. So, so if um, say if, if you tested on the first um. So you tested 80% of the things on the first time the patient came. When the second, on the second time the patient comes, could I test the remaining 20% and treat at the same time? Um, you treat at the same time. It's not possible to check and treat at the same time. Sorry? Um, do you mean simultaneously when the patient is lying down and treating, you will check... I don't think it's very. Uh, Hello. Yeah, go on. Um, do you actually mean while the patient is having treatment, you check? Yeah. Is that what you meant? Yeah. That's not possible. When the patient is having treatment, your device is not. It will not be able to. Yes, I mean you can do that. Um, like he done, he has. You have done eighty percent of the checking. You gave them the treatment. Uh, you gave him the treatment yesterday, and today you yeah. would um, first check the remaining twenty percent, and then you start yeah. the treatment. Uh, 
Ah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So when um, when I'm treating the patient, say say you're treating the patient for an hour and a half, right? Yeah. And what what would you do in that hour and a half? Would would you talk with the patient because you're not really working? So what are you actually doing physically? Are you talking with the patient? Are you on your phone? Okay. Um, it depends. So, okay, in patients with, let's say, depression, with psychological issues, I would sit down and yeah. talk to them more. It depends okay, on yeah. how receptive the patient is. Some, they don't like you talking to them at all. Yeah. Even if they have, like, depression issues and stuff, they don't like you talking to them at all. But um, after a few sessions, they will... They will start to open their mouth and you you can see the changes in them yes and then for normal patients with no psychological huge psychological issues i tell them to get as much rest as they can to try, to try to relax and close their eyes and i'll leave the room oh. okay so okay that's that's good. What uh, if they don't want to relax? Could they be on their phone? No, they. Um, I don't recommend that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, but that's a good strategy because you could leave the treatment on, and you can just go away. Definitely, this is one of the top most um, benefits of bioresonance therapy. You just start your treatment and you go. Okay. So they could, for example, read the book. Yeah, they can. Okay. All right. It's just so I'm thinking if the patient has to come for an hour and a half and if I leave the treatment on for an hour, obviously I will speak with them if they if they want, but obviously sometimes it's difficult to speak for an hour with someone. I mean, if you're doing that recurrently with everyone because it will get tiring for you as well. Definitely. I do that on um, selective basis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, actually normally I don't, but for certain heavy issue I would. Yes, that makes sense. And um, sometimes not just to give them that service. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, sometimes not to just give them the service, like... Yeah. Um, sometimes, even if they didn't like to talk too much, I would in some cases, yeah. because I need to understand more. Then that's when I talk. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But, I mean, sorry, let me just close this. But I, mean, I don't do that right. as a service. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because I think that depends from practitioner to practitioner. Exactly. And did you know yeah. that, um, I don't know if Vionex has um, taught you in that course of the five-day yeah. course. You went for the five-day course, didn't you? No, no. I went on a, I went on a three-day course that it's, it's equivalent to the five-day course. Right. So I bet they did tell you that um, during sleep, that's when the therapy works the best. 
Ah, uh, no, they didn't tell me that. That is very important, and as, as it was also written in the Green Book. So that is why I always recommend to, you know, oh. make them have a good sleep. Then that's the best effect. But do you mean uh, then that I'm going to walk a little bit? Yeah. Um, but do you mean um, the person sleeping uh, on, on the treatment? Yeah. So, but how would I do that then? If, uh, because they're going to come awake to the treatment. How would we get that to work? A lot of my patients, they tend to fall in a very deep sleep if you don't let them do anything. And they'll feel Same. very yeah exactly. And when I do, when I do my own um, treatments, I do fall in a yeah. very deep sleep as well. Mm. Um, take me as an example, and many of my patients, they would fall uh, in a very deep yeah. sleep, and they wake up and they say, "I feel so good." The afternoon. Yeah, I'm not too sure if that. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Let me just uh, get in the office. Just give me one minute, okay? Okay. Pardon? If the person uh, something... Uh, yeah, so if the person... Not good? Not good. With breaks. Uh, uh, there's not much... Uh, is it better? Yeah. So if the per for not good. Um, I can read your lips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, maybe. Uh, it continued after. Yeah. Because there's no sick 